What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the FM Machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. It's time to turn it on, tune in, and join the madness. This is the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. This is This is Joey Janela. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Yes, and welcome once again to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. I am your co-host, Avenging Ben. It's Home Up Mike, and this is... Talo Rey Ramundo, your first ever GAWP World Champion. All right, Ray. All right. Let's just cut straight to it. Normally, I'd ask how your weeks went, but you kept us in suspense. Who? All, you've kept us in suspense all week. Who is this mystery partner that you brought in? Who is this? Who is this mystery? Who's this third man in Punk's Law? Who is this mystery challenger? Ben, I didn't bring him in. This is Mike's idea. You read the script wrong. I'm still pissed because I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Mike, who is it? Ben thinks it was me. It was you. Can my special friend please come on Skype right now and say hello? Hello. Oh, shit. No, No, not you. Damn it. Damn it. I thought Mike was just talking about himself. Hello. You you two bastards want to start calling the Fairchild Asylum? I'll bring something you guys don't like. And you guys sent him back to Philadelphia. Please. Well, if you guys at home. Tyler. If you guys don't know who this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is a. A, a long-time supporter of the show, and weirdly enough, a former GAWP hardcore champion, deleted Tyler. Yes, former hardcore champion, held the, had the title the, for the entire show, and then someone took it away from me. I got one that shit fair and square, so don't you be a better bitch about it. You came up behind me and kicked me in the dick. <laughs> Indeed I did, but it was... <laughs> It's better than getting choked out fucking halfway through a show. I'm like, okay, so where's Tyler at? You need to be choked out. You needed to be choked out. You did. Son of a bitch. That's why I'm a dual champion now. You're all the way in Philly. You can't get me. So at least now, if you don't mind us airing this part on the uh, on the podcast, and if not, whatever. So hopefully, thank God this time, because we're doing this over Skype, you're not violating parole by doing this, right? I am not. <laughs> Dude, what? I am not. I am. We are. <laughs> are you okay talking about that on here? We'll edit this out. Don't worry if you don't want it. I love how Ben brings that up. Like no briefing. Again, like, hey, can we bring this up? Yeah, way to go, Ben. Now, now the popo coming to his house to be like, we heard you on this podcast. No more. Ben, no more of this shit. We already. 
We already fuck around that we have an illegal immigrant on the show, and now you're... T- oh, God. That's it. I mean, like, it's re- it's really not that big a deal. Not really not that much to go into. It's, it, something happened, it got taken care of, and we're getting all the way done. Oh, I, love how that, I love how that was stuck in Ben's head for months. And he just wanted to bring it up again. I want to know what happened. I want to know what happened. Well, no, the thing was, the thing was, you know, we finally meet... I wanted to know, did he get arrested when he went back to Philly? He's like... Fuck, he came to see us, now he's getting arrested, god damn Yeah, yeah, once once I came back to Philadelphia, they were literally waiting for me there. They, they were waiting for you at the state me. line? They pulled, they pulled me out of my wife's car and arrested me. There you go, folks, that's the end of that story. No, like, no, it's even better, like, no fucking, like, you're in jail, and then me, Ray, and Mike gotta get you out, like, fucking escape from Alcatraz style. Call you guys, you guys gotta bail me out, you guys got me into this, you're gonna get me out of it. I, it's I like, can just imagine Ben at the, at the, at the, the jail tr- be like, listen, we know him. He's a former hardcore champion. Just throw him right in there. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, yeah, my point God. Shit. He held this for an hour. He, he's he's this shit. he held this for an hour. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my so god! Week spin? My yeah, let's get, let's get to an actual conference. My ho- well, my yeah. ho- Halloween was absolutely fucking depressing this year. Oh, oh. fuck! There was like nothing going on around here, man. It's like the the amount of cynicism that I saw for Halloween, just people wanting it to be over. I was just like, this is just depressing. I went to this bar last year on Halloween, and it was really awesome, there was decorations, there was, like, it was, like, uh, smoke, there was, uh, like, black lights and stuff, and it was awesome, there were drinks, this year I went back to that same bar, there was nothing going on, there was fucking nothing, I was like, well, this is just, this is just sad, there was nothing going on, I hope you guys' Halloweens were better, Tyler, how was yours? Oh, uh, well, it was my son's first Halloween, I took him out trick-or-treating. nice. Was, what was that like as father? Um, it, well, I still had to take him to the. We still had to take him to the dorm. Uh, my sister-in-law, my wife, we like alternate between um who took him to the door or anything like that. And it was an experience that. Well, uh, it was an experience that I thought I wouldn't expect at, at this young of an age. Like I thought I'd be like thirty when that would happen, but it it was a, it was great. He had a good time. He. Was he was tired at like eight o'clock? We were only trick or treating for like a good hour, and there was no one there. Oh damn, that's fucked up. There was like there was like barely anyone there. There was like barely anyone trick or treating, but we but we got a good we got a good like a lot of candy for him. We're gonna eat it all. No ben must have told all your neighbors about your past. I <laughs> Ben was like, don't open the door. You see don't a photo of this man. Don't go near him. You see that guy in the FIFA bandana mask? Yeah, him. He, he's on parole. He's on, he's on probation. <laughs> uh, we tell stories about him in New York. Don't, don't open the door. We call him. We call him the deleted one. <laughs> he would steal well, your well, children well. in the night. No, 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 no. No, I don't. I thought in your television sets. <laughs> no, you'll like, no, you'll like reach out of like the television set, like Freddy Krueger. No, you'll like reach out of like you'll like reach out of the television, like Freddy Krueger in Nightmare on Elm Street Three, and you'll like grab the children that are like watching SpongeBob or something. Exactly, like you're just like fucking, and like you take the children and you like, 
You like take the children, you like throw them in a fiery pit or something. You're like, why are you doing this? I'm deleting Tyler, bitch. <laughs> it's time to be deleted. Oh god. How was your Halloween? Whoa. How was how was your Halloween? Because God, this this story just got fucked up. You dressed up as a joke. Oh, that was, when, I got oh wait, no, that was your normal. That's your normal look. That's your normal oh, attire. That was your normal fuck attire. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 364 days a year, he wears um, um face, face cover. <laughs> no, I just got red hair, so that's usually... I already get looks, because fucking red hair. You already look like a transsexual pineapple anyway. <laughs> so that's why I get some weird text from you, Ben. Okay. Get that on what your up, hashtag, up, what up, uh, transsexual... Um, Pineapple. <laughs> no, don't start that now. It's fucking tomorrow. It's gonna be all over Twitter. Start, start having transsexual pi pineapple. Yep. Pineapple. I want to see a pineapple. Oh my god! I want to see Dr. Frankenfurter with a pineapple head. Oh my god! Bastard. Oh my god! It was an interesting Halloween though. I had fun. Nice. Fucking people were like, "Do you want candy?" No, I'm okay. God damn. But yeah, uh, that so... That was a live stream, that was all. That Mike, was how about a, yep. you? Did you do anything for Halloween? Uh, I was working. Oh. Oh, uh, boo. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this. When I was at work, there was this, like... <laughs> let me try and say this in the most PC way after. <laughs> Wait, this is so PC, uh, just say it. Fuck it. Are you PC, bro? There was this, this ugly chick who was Whoa. dressed up as Snow White and walking around being like, where are the seven dwarves? I was like, bitch, get the fuck out of my store. Please. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, Mike really wanted to say, I got three dwarves right here. Want to see it? Three. Limpy, saggy, and naughty. Oh! oh! I forgive him a little bit now. That's it. He wins. We've already peaked. We've already peaked as a show tonight. We can't go any further. What's even the point? We've already peaked. You're welcome. Thanks for, thanks for listening. <laughs> well, that does that's it for this week's GAWP. We hope, we hope you guys... Let's fucking cancel the air one. Let's fucking cancel. We were talking about this yesterday. We were prepping. We like, watch. This is going to be the last episode. This is going to be the last yeah. episode. <laughs> no, if logic dictates, I came in on the very last episode of Heel Turn. And then I go ahead with Michael and we start our own show. So logic dictates that Tyler spells our inevitable doom and this is the end of GAWP. And then Tyler goes uh, off and starts his own show. Yeah, I'll get freaking Tommy Salami. Oh. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> God. You want to give a shout out to your boy, uh, Ed the Ref, while you're here? Oh, God. No. Oh. oh I like Ed. I like Ed. I, I, he likes me. I, 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 I Ed. I, I, I love you, Kevin. Or Ed. Whatever you want to be called. So, um, okay, so, we all had, so we all had, so we all had some we had interesting weekends and Halloween. So let's get into the weird and wacky worlds of professional wrestling, which pisses us all off. Pisses so us all off. This is all oh, off to no end. Oh, wait, yeah, it's yeah, it's a fucking pro wrestling yeah. podcast. Well, we, we could talk about the uh, we could talk about politics or something like that, which make people inevitable. No, no, no. Let's keep it. No, let's no, talk no. about T Let's talk about TNA. No. Tyler, that comes out later. The end of the We'll talk about that my, later. Tyler, you're my friend. I invited you on the show. Don't test me. Do not test me. You you heard you heard me last week. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm gonna bring that up later because I'm gonna. I want to get my predictions on someday's pay per view. I love how after the episode was released, Tyler puts up a picture of Jericho and his list being. This is Mike reading off everybody that has left the company. <laughs> God. Because it was the first thing I saw. Like it was the first thing I thought of when um, you were reading off that list. I just imagine like you like were like right in the face like uh, brother love reading off like the like the list of Jericho. <laughs> WCW. Oh, God. Brother Love was on SmackDown last night. We'll get to that. that. We'll get to that. But, Mike, take us away with our very first news story this week. What happened in the fucked up world of wrestling this week? Take us away. Mike, take us us through it, brother. You got the Well, thank you. So, we start off on news that broke on Friday night going into Saturday morning, and that was the releases of three WWE superstars. Okay. And this caused a lot of controversy on the internet because apparently fans of these certain superstars were outraged. If you don't know, the three superstars that got released were Emma, Darren Uh Young, and Summer Rae. Now, out of the three, one of them was the shocker for all of us, correct? Yeah, there was a shocker. Kind of. Because Emma has been on TV for the past couple of weeks and months, and I don't know, what's your guys' thoughts about this? Uh, on Emma first, and then we'll get into the other two, but what did you think of her run at WWE, and did you think this was the right thing? The fact that that woman basically kind of helped kickstart the women's revolution, and they've basically turned her into a joke the past few years, is frankly disrespectful to me because of just how talented that girl was. I did <sighs> There was so much untapped potential in her and she was on TV last week. It's, it's, so, it's so fucked up to me. Uh, uh, Ray, what is your thoughts? So, oh, to, to me, it's still weird to think out of everyone that a lot of names are given out, like, why wasn't Paige the one released? All that because of her controversy and everything. Emma, it was weird to see her release being, again, she was on TV. They finally got a gimmick that kind of sticked. And the fans were buying into it. Okay. She did some work with Oscar. She was doing okay. Let's see where it goes. Maybe even be on Team, on team Raw for Survivor Series. Seeing her get released, being a part of the wrestling business and everything, it's like, you never want to see anyone get released, but I can see why, I guess, they're like, we have to lose a little bit of the load. Sorry, you're out. But still, and it's fucked up to say. Yeah, uh, okay, and Tyler? Well, yeah, it's kind of messed, it's kind of sad to see her go, but it's also kind of like a blessing because to see what she can do without the um, the machine behind, um, what's, what's everyone looking for? With the WWE, basically. Because she's a very talented girl. We all know this. We know what she can do. She can get over by herself. I mean, like, if <clears throat> I mean, if, if you just gave her, like, the time, you could probably have something, like, good with this, you know? But, um, yeah, I, I, that's kind of that's my thoughts about it. Sad to see her go, but I'm looking forward to see what she's going to do. Hopefully she will appear in, like, Ring of Honor or anything like that. I'm, I'm so- hoping for that. So I brought up like the resume of like her run in the WWE, and if any like some of the stuff like you guys probably might know, and some of you do know, but she did start off in NXT. She had that I don't know. Would you say she had a 
really bad gimmick with the dancing and the bubbles. It got over. That got over. Her it with did, Santino. It did get over. That was something that was. It's usually the funniest things that do get over, though. So, That's like I even said, that could have that could have be brought back now, and kids would love it. So. That's kind of like one of the things that I didn't like at first, but over time it grew on me because I thought it was because like like Ray said it was funny. Right. So with that, and while she was under that gimmick, her and Paige uh, main evented. No, not main evented. They competed in the first ever NXT Women's Championship match at the first ever Takeover. And what Emma's been saying for the last couple months is kind of true. Where her and Paige have started the did start the women's revolution because they got people to notice women's wrestling before a Nikki Bella or even like the Four Horsewomen. Yeah, very true. So, so mm-hmm. she gets called. She gets called up. She gets stuck with a comedy character in Santina Morella. Then, if I, I, I don't even think you guys know this, but she did get fired before. She did. Oh yeah, she got fired for stealing a phone case. I think it was at yeah. Walmart. Bingo. Yeah, it was an accident that I think she did the self checkout and she was fired for like two days, and then they got, uh, re- no, they got I, reinstated. I thought, I thought it was like an hour or so. Yeah, no, I think they like until everything got like settled. On yes, it was an accident. It wasn't her just actually stealing anything. But yeah. So that hurt her main roster push. So then she got sent back down to NXT, and she started becoming evil Emma, which got her over. And the parent with yep. her and da- her and Dana Brooke worked out. And then around WrestleMania 32, she got called back up. She got used a little bit, and then she gets hurt. And then she comes back into what was possibly going to be a bad gimmick for her, which was going to be Emelina. Oh, God. Fuck oh, me. God. All those promos. That went Emelina's on for coming months. Soon. Coming in six weeks. Coming next week. Maybe she'll be coming the week after. Coming next come week. Here? You guys remember how that uh, whole thing got squashed? Yeah, she yeah, finally comes box. out. Finally comes out is Emelina, and she's like, now I'm going to go back to Emma. And I swear to God, we were watching that on TV <laughs> over Skype that night. And literally you know, all of us were just like, what? No, this is our this is our reaction. This is our reaction. What the fuck? <laughs> Basically, yeah. That was our reaction. You what know the what fuck? they should have done? Her name should have been kept as Emelina. Because, like, we all call her evil Emma. I think Emily is just, like, a good, like, name to have you know it's like a name that like pops you just like emma she's like uh emelina you know what i think it was you know what i think it was most people are already gonna say start saying oh they're just gonna rip off melina so i guess that's what wb writers like you know what let's just go back to emma they can't say we're trying to use an old character i think that was their mentality with that and with that whole thing, uh, and the Lena gimmick got put onto Lana. So I guess Emma did something. But um, she, then all, she, she came she back. She had really great matches. But as far as her character, nothing was set. Like We didn't know what she was about, what her motivation was. It was kind of like dead in the ground for a couple months. And when, when this release came, it came kind of came out of nowhere because... We just saw her on a pay-per-view. We just saw her on Monday night. And I, I don't know. So, and she, and Tyler was alluding to, she can go the indies and prove why she's possibly, like, 
she could prove the WWE wrong in one month of her being on the indies. Yeah, that's what most of us are going to definitely see happening. It's probably going to be... Watch, I give her... I think she's already doing... She already gave her email for appearances. So watch, by the end of the, of the month, even for December, they'll probably do something with her. Even we could have it. Yeah, what were you saying, sir? Oh, we could have another Cody factor with Emma. We don't know. Yeah, that's sure. what Yeah, I'm that's saying. the thing. You never know nowadays. So a lot of it, it's basically the, the worker has to believe in themselves. Just don't think that the machine is everything and you can bet on yourself. Look at Sammy Callahan. Look at Cody Rhodes. These guys have done it. So... They didn't in the WWE, and look how many people are, are know who Sammy Callahan are and Cody Rhodes. Definitely. Right. Especially so, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we all have high hopes for Emma in the indie scene. Let's go to the other two. Uh, Summer Rae. She started off in NXT, as like Emma did. She kind of was the catalyst for Sasha Banks turning into the boss. Then when she gets called up, she becomes Fandango's dancer. Then they break up. Then she becomes his dancer again. And then she was a part of that god-awful Rusev, Lana, Dolph Ziggler story. Oh, my God. That killed everything. That storyline. Life killed. That killed four careers in one one go. I have not seen Summer Rae since that um, storyline ended. Her last, her, last, her last appearance was the Monday after WrestleMania 32. Not 33, wow. 32. 30, 32. And, wow. and, I, and I, so I, I'll, I'll say this. She's had uh, neck problems. And, and I think also this was kind of coming because if you look at her social media, she's not referring to herself as Summer Rae. She's using her real name. But... um. Me personally, I think she's probably not going to wrestle anymore. She's probably just going to be a model. But what do you guys take on her? What do you think of her run? She had moments of being funny. I liked her as Rusev's manager for like two weeks or so because they did some actually funny shit with her. Like the bit where Rusev gave her like a bunch of presents, like he gave her the fucking fish. That was hilarious. Yeah. That shit was funny. Other than that, though, uh, I'd be stressed to say, like, any of her, I'd be hard-pressed to say any of her matches were any ever good, but she wasn't, she wasn't, like, Eva Marie or, like, Maxine Levels Bad or, like, an Oksana or something like that, so she, she was just kind of there for me, so I wasn't really torn up when she didn't appear anymore or wasn't on TV and stuff. Uh, she's yeah. one that I definitely, I don't think it's an indie a push that she's going to get probably, if anything, modeling, acting, because I know she did dabble in some form of WWE movies with the Marine and everything. Marine 3, no, Marine 4. Was it 5? 4 or 5? One of those two that she was the villain. There's been been too many Marine movies. Yeah, too many. The best is still John Zenas, but... (laughs) The Marine is not a good movie. Yes, it is, but we'll talk about that. No, it is not. Uh, Ben, shut up. Uh, but still, it's still, again, like I said earlier. John Cena so plays a guy named John Triton. Fuck you. Ben, we, ben, we, ben. Will, do a, we will do an episode shut. about the Marine. Just... <laughs> yeah, damn it. Again, it's sad to see any worker go, but hey, again, she wasn't being used. I don't think it was something that it was firing out of the blue. I bet they probably had some agreement sadly she couldn't compete i know she did have 
some form of neck problem. Hey, we'll see what happens. She'll probably do appearances, Legends of the Ring, maybe show up at House of Hardcore for a signing. You'll never know. We'll see what happens. She wasn't that big of a blow because, again, we didn't see her for a while. It wasn't something that's like, oh, she was already in a storyline or anything. So, yeah. Sorry, Samara. Tyler, before you give your uh, thoughts on her, uh, let me ask you this. Do you think the early comparisons to her with Stacey Kieber kind of kind of damaged her as well? Um, not really, because I don't get the Stacey Kieber vibe from her. Oh, wait. What am I thinking? She didn't have long legs like Stacey. Uh, but, but early on when she was on the main roster they were comparing her to uh, Stacey Kieber with the dancing I assume that's that was their connection but, but well I don't remember. see here's the thing with Summer Rae I'll, I'll probably just let go of my thoughts on Summer Rae like with this I don't really have that much memories about her like I don't remember like I just remember her just being there like one of like a, fa- a face in the crowd essentially which sucks because at one point I did like Summer Rae. I don't remember jack anything about her. But I know that there's one point I did like her. Mm. So it's so yeah, like like Ray said, it is sad to see her go, but who knows, she might be a great model. She's a good looking lady, you know? She's a good looking right. lady. She, she she can she can do stuff for Marlon. For Marlon, you know? Yeah. And now that um that these two the uh Unfortunately, got released. Now, women in NXT, there's two spots available if they're re- if WWE wants to call somebody up right now. But um, going on to our third and final release was Darren Young. Now, he was originally a part of he was a part of the original NXT season one with Daniel Bryan, Wade Barrett, and Heath Slater. When he had the fucking he, Dragon Ball Z hair, right? Yes, yeah. Also, also, uh, he, he had CM Punk as a mentor on that show. So, I don't know any memories of that. None. None. Kinda. I I kind of remember Darren Young and CM Punk um, together. I, from what I remember, CM Punk wanted no part of it. He just did not give any fucks. That was the point where he just wasn't giving a fuck anymore, and he they were just like, "Here, take this and do something." So, yeah, it, was all, it was also doing yeah. the point where CM Punk was doing the Soul Strike Society thing, you know? Yeah, I remember right. that shit. So, yeah, Darren yeah. Young basically had three, like, three judges instead of one. It was Punk, Sienna, and Gallows were always there. So it was like, eh, Darren Young is going to have more people to get criticized, but. So he gets kicked out of, he gets kicked out of Nexus. He then goes back down to NXT and forms a team with Titus O'Neil, and they formed the primetime players, and they had, I don't know if you guys remember this guy, Abraham Washington. Oh, wow. Let's not bring that controversy. Then Abraham Washington made a Kobe Bryant joke on national television. He got sacked, and them two got punished. Then uh, the private players just kept going and going and going, and then Darren Young came out that he was gay. And then, then they, they turned him face. Tag- they turned them face because of that, because like the news broke. I remember this. The news broke on TMZ that he was gay that week, and then like that Tuesday, like, I think on SmackDown, they both came out, and those two got like a thunderous fucking pop. Didn't they get a tag team title run because of this? No, well the thing uh, was, I, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was 
I was just about to mention that. Uh, they broke after... up once, and then they got back together. And then the second time they got back together was when I think they announced that Darren was gay. Uh, yes. But also, I, I'll say this. That the whole thing was bullshit, too, because TMZ was like, hey, Darren, how you doing? And he's like, I have something to say. I'm gay. And they're like, wait, what? It was like, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> Like, I'm, not knock, like, I, I'm not. I'm not knocking the guy, but at that point, like at that moment, I was like, "This guy just wants to get attention." Yeah, that, I was actually about to say, like, I don't want to say this the wrong way, but I think he said that just so he can get himself over. I don't even think it was that. I remember. I think they broke the story later on that his boyfriend wanted to become like um, uh, uh, gay marriage was becoming legal at that time. So I think he wanted to be acknowledged. He's wanted to be known. Hey, we're together. Acknowledge me if you truly do love me. So I guess that was what transpired there. And Darren's like, "Hey, TMZ, fuck it, I'm gay." And there, that's where that started. The one thing he did get out of it, he got to be on Ellen. He did. The, like, so he and got the boyfriend Ellen. did show up there. Yeah. Right. So that whole thing happened. Then him and Titus get a tag team title run. Then they take the belts off them, and then they split them up again. And then Darren Young pitches the Bob Backlund idea, and oh my Jesus! Make Darren Young great again. There's a a trend with these three uh, fireies that they wind up with the with the worst gimmicks. If you guys don't remember, Darren Young and Bob Backlund were in the same studio recording these, but they had to make it seem like no, they're doing this over Skype. So. Darren Young would be like, what do you want me to do, coach? And Bob Back would be like, crazy, crazy Bob Back. Be like, I want you to do 500 squats right now, boy. I'm going to make Darren Young great again. No, one of the ones I remember. It's like, maybe when I go to the movies, maybe I'll get a small popcorn instead of a large. Maybe no popcorn at all. Maybe no movies. Good. But coach, I got to ask, how do you save so much money? These are my only pair of clothes. See, I, I'm all for Crazy Bob Backlund. No, like, I love Crazy Bob Backlund, too. Like, I'm the minority. I didn't mind that storyline. I was actually the minority that I actually kind of liked that storyline a little bit when they were going somewhere with it. The dude got one push against The Miz, the Intercontinental title, and that was, like, one of the worst Intercontinental Championship matches that year. I still don't remember. The most memorable thing about Darren Young that year was the confusing-as-fuck ending for the title match he had with The Miz at Battleground. Let me see if I can remember this correctly. It has been a while, all right? So, The Miz, no, Summer, no, hang on. Maurice pushes Bob Backlund, but then she falls over, and then he gets so angry that he stripped his shirt off. the, the The Miz gets angry. Then The Miz gets angry, and then Bob Backlund ripped his shirt off, and then The Miz got DQ'd, and then Darren Young put the cross-faced chicken wing on the Miz. And then, oh no, I've, go, I've gone cross-eyed. Rings. And then bell rings, and I've gone cross-eyed, and this is so stupid. <laughs> and then, after that, he was barely on television, barely got used, and that was about it. If you ever saw him in a battle royal, he started wearing, like... A bow tie, like a Chippendales dancer, like he was, he was, he was dressing up as Bob. Backlund. He was dressing up as Bob. The Backlund. gimmick was supposed to get him. It really should have gotten him over. I felt bad. I it really never, sure. it never went anywhere. It didn't get him a title shot, not even a title shot, but a title run. It did. I really thought, but, but, but 
I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the, there was a problem with this whole thing. Was the slogan was "Make Darren Young Great Again." My thing was, when was he great? Like, did he fall <laughs> off? Of, no, I'm not. No, I'm not joking. Like, I had heard a rumor. Like, where, like, where did this come? From? I had heard a rumor that this storyline was originally supposed to be for Damian Sandow, and I'd believe it. It was, it was supposed to be either Sandow or Jack Swagger, but uh, Sandow, by the time Darren Young got that push, Sandow got released as well. Sandow was out the door, so I'm like, this this gimmick would have worked so much better with Sandow at that time. But Either Swagger, because even Swagger, they both had somewhat of a run. Swagger was ECW champion, world champion. He was great, in a sense. Sandow got over. With Young, it was so weird, like... um. You never had a run, kid. How are you going to be great again? <laughs> Titus, still, o- Titus O'Neil exactly. has gone on to have more of a solid roster thing to do. Like, t- Titus O'Neil is on Raw like every week now. It's weird. Yeah. But still, let's get to the... the yeah, oh, sorry, I'll, 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 I'll say this about Titus is that the thing is he has a role. He's a spokesperson. He does... Um, if you see the commercials for like Susan G. Coleman or like uh, like like the father commercials, he's there. Like he's the center for that. Darren Young really, if if you ever see like um, for a, a gay pride or anything, he's there. But WWE never advertised it because he, even though he did, like, he did say he was gay. WWE really never acknowledged it. No, not really. They acknowledged it. They acknowledged it in the sense that they that they acknowledged that he was a good guy now and he was getting a better ovation. But like, yeah, they never wanted to like put it out there because sadly, we I guess they're trying to be PC and in their PC world. Yeah, let's not talk to kids about the act of homosexuality. It's weird, but okay. I guess WWE doesn't want to play off that, but we still had gold. Hmm. Okay. But yeah. So, so any final thoughts on Darren Young? Do you guys think he's gonna continue wrestling, or do you think like he's still gonna be like a spokesperson for for gay people everywhere? He'll, that's, that's, that's honestly what I see him as. I just see Darren Young just. He's gonna do like being, the thing that Ted DiBiase Jr. has been doing. He's gonna work for like youth organizations and stuff. Maybe like help like gay kids who are having trouble like coming out or something like that. Which if he does stuff like that, fair fair play to him. But like. Yeah, like Darren Young. Honestly, if he he he's one of those dudes who could he could really reinvent himself on the indies. So, uh, good luck to the guy. Look, good luck to all three of these people, man. Because the, each and every one of them, in their own way, had potential. And it's a shame that their careers didn't really rise above a simmer in WWE. Yeah. So either way, if he continues to wrestle, high hopes for him. If he does wrestle in the indies, hopefully we get to see him. Like we've seen guys come out of the E and just. Blossom on the Indies, just do something else. If not, if he does become a spokesperson, that would definitely be great. The, the world always needs more positivity. Positivity, sorry. God damn, I can't speak. Can the I? power of positivity. <laughs> Spe- the power of positivity. The Speaking power of, of positivity, and Mike, I'm sorry if we get this right, I believe we have another news story that is somewhat related to Emma. Am I wrong? You, you, you're saying positive. This was kind of the negative. No, I'm oh, saying God. about. I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring this up because this has been an argument. We everywhere, need to spread some positivity oh, about this. Yeah, Mike, I hate to do this, this, but can I take this one for the intro for this one? Stay off Twitter, people. Mike, can I take this <laughs> one? Get the fuck off Twitter. <laughs> Mike, can I take this one? 
if if you if you hope I hope hope you're talking about the same thing I am. So go. So Emma gets canned. The internet has a collective cry oh. about it, and but then and everybody is sending out tweets. So tweet things such as uh, Emma will miss you. WWE didn't know what to do with you. Emma, you will be missed. Emma should join the Bullet Club. I guess no. I guess you should. I guess you weren't really ready for Oscar. You will be missed. Hold on. Wait a minute. What the fuck? So if that last one seemed weird to you, I bet you're wondering what dipshit fan had the bright idea to insult this woman with a joke as she was out the door and possibly heading towards towards. Uh, as he was heading for the unemployment line. Well, it was a stupid person, but it wasn't a fan. Recent NXT signee and former indie darling, Leo Rush, has been certainly feeling the rush of negativity on Twitter because he shoved his foot in his mouth in the worst possible way with a stupid-ass tweet directed at Emma right after she got fired that read, I guess some people weren't really ready for Asuka. Oh boy. Okay. So I'd and like this incited the whole WWE locker room. Peyton to... Royce, Bray Wyatt, uh, even Owens. Even Ricochet made a comment. It was just like, dude, really? Like almost like everyone in the grandmother sits on the Leo Rush about it. Yeah. So I'm gonna take it on this one because I've had a lot to say about it. Yeah, I'm going to be last because I want to give just a roundup opinion on it. Leo Rush is an exceptionally entertaining dude. You know what? It shows to me how fickle and stupid the internet can be because when he showed up in NXT like two or three weeks ago, everybody collectively jizzed themselves and they were like, oh my god, Leo's in NXT, oh my god, we're going to feel the rush, this is going to be awesome, oh my god, yay! And then three weeks later, like, oh, that motherfucker wasn't even any good on the indies, man. Like, fucking no soul to power bomb and all that shit. <laughs> fucking, fucking asshole not going to be nothing. It's like, how quickly we forget. My God. And he's, it, he's a fucking midget. He's, he's never going to succeed. Oh, thanks, Kevin Nash. Anyway, the thing was, <laughs> call him a vanilla midget, why don't you? The thing was about this whole <laughs> thing, I'm just like, okay, listen. I have, me and Ray, even Mike. We are somewhat in a small capacity we work in the wrestling business. And if there's one thing that we have been taught that everyone should learn when you start working in the biz is one word, respect. You respect the people you're working with. You respect your bosses. You respect your coworkers. You respect the dudes that set up the ring. The handshake, that's all you do, man. It's built on respect. Even if you don't like someone, you shut up, you sack up, and you work with them regardless. Leo is new to WWE. He probably the indie mentality is much different than WWE, and especially how you conduct yourself online. He said Leo, Leo has only been signed and been in the company for a month. Yeah, so he doesn't know. He doesn't probably even know Emma. What he said was dumb. All right, you don't have the right to make jokes, especially not now because this woman just lost her job. You barely even know her. And yeah, you're putting over Asuka, but you barely know her, too, so it wasn't even that funny of a joke. However, people have been going off on these rants that saying this dude should be fired, this dude should get a, like, be punished for this, and I'm like, okay, dial it back a little bit there, guys. It's not like he said anything racist or misogynistic or he went on a rant about, like, 
liberals or something or he made some joke about a minority or something like the dude said some dumb shit akin to to a tweet in high school and he's getting mercilessly chewed unmercilessly chewed out for it so i'm saying yeah the dude just said some dumb shit but i don't think he deserves as bad as he's getting what do you think mike uh, honestly, I agree with everything you're saying. Leo has only been in this company for about a month, and he's only made one televised appearance. Actually, two, but two. He only, he's only he's only had one televised match, and he lost, so he can't talk either. Well, everybody loses their NXT debut. But I'm, but I'm saying, in, in this situation, he can't talk. So, and I understand that WWE is a family, and... Was it kind of shitty for everybody under WWE contract to attack him on Twitter? Yeah, it was, it was really shitty because the, the poor guy like feels bad enough. And he, he knew it was stupid. He made an apology. But the thing that angered me was that people started making a petition and having people sign it to get this guy fired. That was what sent me over the bend, man. I was like, what the fuck? Right. It's like, this, this guy... He is incredibly talented. We've seen him on the indies. He's had, he's had awesome matches with... Uh, now, he's had matches in CCW, but the matches we've seen are him with Ken Broadway and Anthony Gangone, like those types of guys. And he's he's been uh, outstanding. Now, can he uh, uh, rehab from this? Definitely. But it also depends on WWE on what the, what the plan is for him. So... Leo put his foot in his mouth in the, at the wrong time, and hopefully this like hopefully this doesn't get worse in the, in the next coming months. But Tyler, what do you think on the whole situation? Um, you know, I made the same joke as well on Twitter. Then again, I'm a fan, so you know. But the whole the whole Leo Rush thing, I I found it funny at first. But then I was like thinking about like, yeah, that's kind of messed up to think about because it's coming from someone who's in the company, and anyone getting fired is like the most me- it's like the most it's a sad it's a sad thing. And in my opinion, he deserved to get chewed the uh, chewed the fuck out by everyone in the locker room. You don't come into the WWE with the, the with your indie mentality. You can keep, yeah, like I understand it's gonna be hard to break that, but you're in a different system. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Does that, does that make sense? Yes, yeah, that's, actually it does. It, make, it makes a, a lot of sense. Okay. So, anything else you want to add? Um, yeah. No, I'm good. Well, Ray, okay, you, Ray. be quiet on this. Time to let it, time to see it. <laughs> oh, just speak the words. <laughs> okay. Like Ben mentioned, definitely there is a sense of respect. Every worker, no matter who you are in the business, you have respect and definitely humility. Humility is something in this business you need to have because if not, you're not going to get looked at by a lot of the vets. And Leo, yes, he's done great on the indies. He's a great performer. He forgot about humility. Saying something like this, it was in, it was definitely in bad taste. Looking at it at first, I'm like, okay, I get I. See where he's coming from. He's like, okay, I'm going to make a joke. It's not going to get that looked upon. It was just trying to be funny. You're in the business, brother, and it's sad to see you forgot. Yeah, let me not step on toes. I've only been here maybe 15 minutes. 
he hasn't even gotten, like the phrase goes, his 15 minutes of fame because he hasn't even been in the E for more than two weeks, TV-wise. I, so, I think... Oh, oh, I'm sorry, go, continue. No, go, brother. Go. Well, uh, what I was going to say, I think Leo thinks his shit don't stink because of what he's, of what he's done prior because he thinks that, oh, everyone knows who I am. I can, I'm untouchable. That's the thing. It would have made that could make sense if he was still on the Indies. He's already yeah. in the E, so that's kind of a, for most people. You're known. Okay, if you're not directly going to the E, like an AJ or even Kevin Owens, you can say kind of just went up straight because he was in NXT for what maybe five months and then boom back, back to the E. So it's like with Leo, you're still in the developmental. You're still you're basically on a bridge. It's either you can go up or you can get fired. And for Leo to do something like that, you already came out of the Indies in controversy for not wanting to sell a Michinoku driver by Joey Janela. Now, you do something like this, the Indie Marks hate him, the boys in the back hate him. I kind of, I'm in between on him. I'm not giving him so much shit for it because I see where he's coming from, but at the same time, I see how everyone could be pissed backstage-wise because it's that trust that he broke. There's always that trust, no matter if they like you or not, always show respect, show humility, give them the handshake. There's a worker handshake, there's that fake handshake that even Ben's done it once and he got chewed for it. <laughs> it's like you have to always show that respect. That's just what I wanted to say on it. You guys have anything else? Nothing else. I'm and good on hopefully my end. This, this, this situation just blows by really fast. And hopefully in the next couple of months, when 2018 rolls around, We'll hopefully forget the situation. Hopefully Donovan Dijak can learn from his mistakes and not say anything. Oh, oh, he's, oh he's a smart boy. I've seen his brother. He knows what to tweet. Uh, he good. Can we all just stay off social? That's something I learned from Larry Zabisco the other day when I interviewed him. He may have talked a lot bad about the Indies. He did say one thing, though. This is why our day, we got over it. We didn't use social media. <laughs> He still has so, a razor phone. That was the funny part. So, Actually, Mike, other any other... So other, other... Other news that broke this week. Uh, they announced that on the 22nd of January, the week before the Royal Rumble, Monday Night Raw will have its 25th anniversary with stars returning such as Diesel, Shawn Michaels, Jake the Snake Roberts, and potentially, potentially The Undertaker. Uh, another note about this is that Raw will be taking place in two separate locations in New York City, at the Buckley Center and at the Manhattan Center, where Raw originally started recording their episodes. Guys, thoughts? Even though the, I think the Barclays ticket, the Barclay Center tickets went on went on sale today, and apparently, like these tickets cost like a ridiculous amount. So I'm gonna wait for. Probably the Manhattan Center ones, although that place is smaller and those those seats might go quicker. So I don't know. Uh, but as far as like the event itself, I'm like they're seriously pimping this whole thing out, man. Like they're gonna sell out. They're gonna sell out the Manhattan Center easy because like that's such a cheap for them. That's a cheap place to rent. Just a minute it got announced. Seeing this definitely showed that the WWE. New York City is definitely WWE's home in a sense. Being yeah, they're in Connecticut, w New York is kind of like their main. Like, if we need to go somewhere, we'll go to New York. That's definitely going to be a slow. It, it's like it's the mecca of WWE. Yeah, definitely has been. I'm kind of. It's interesting that they didn't pick Madison and Barclay. 
I don't know if anything it would have been Madison Square Garden because Madison was like one of the original locations. Yes, I get Manhattan Center was one of the first places they filmed. Well, you got to keep in mind this is Raw's 25th anniversary, not WWE's anniversary. It's Raw's. No, no, I know. 25th I get. I get that. I'm just saying because for something so grand, like we, like you mentioned, Ben, Manhattan Center is small though. Shows usually it's at the Hammerstein for ROH and stuff like that, and those shows being indies, they kind of sell out. So for something such so big, and they're promising guys like Diesel, uh, sorry, uh, Michaels, so, uh, fuck, I'm gonna keep saying the same guy, Taker, guys like that. It's like, yeah, you're not gonna be able also to hold tickets like Stone, for long. Also rumored is like Stone Cold, I believe, but we'll see. We'll see what they do. Yeah, I think if, uh, correction, Ben, it's not today. They start on Friday for the public. Today, I believe, right. was like pre-sales. Friday, everyone gets to be able to purchase for the Barclays and for the Manhattan Center. So I want to see how long that's going to take to sell out both places because they've been pushing like wildfire both locations. And it's the week before the Rumble, so you definitely know people are going to come down that want to go to the Rumble and can't. They'll definitely want to come to this. Tyler, you live in Philadelphia. What do you think about this news? (laughs) Why can't I have WrestleMania in Philadelphia? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk, we'll, you know what, fuck it, let's talk about that let's talk about that right now Wrestlemania 35 this week was rumored to be in three different locations New York, Philly and Detroit now apparently a local Detroit uh, Ticketmaster Twitter tweeted out saying that Wrestlemania will be in Detroit for Wrestlemania 35 that rumor has been kiboshed. Now, the reason was because WWE never made an official announcement and they just felt like they wanted to say it and get people excited. Now, if it's not going to happen in Detroit, Tyler, pitch your case. Why should WrestleMania be in Philly? And if and if the phrase is, we want to watch the world burn, get out. Philadelphia has the most hardcore wrestling fans on the planet. I don't care where you're from. Philadelphia is, this is the land of extreme. But we, we, are, we are the most crazy fans of any kind of sport. Or it could be football, it could be hockey, baseball. We are avid for sports. If you have a WrestleMania in Philadelphia, not only will you have people from other like countries come, come, but you will have an entire city loving professional wrestling. Like... You could you could sell out WrestleMania in a minute. That's how hardcore we are. But no, we get Raw Rumbles, we get Battlegrounds, we get freaking B shows. We can't have one of the biggest Roman Reigns, the, the biggest Roman Reigns. We can't have, can have the biggest show on the planet. And yeah, there's other there's other like big shows, but the biggest wrestling show on the planet in Lincoln Financial Field. A hundred million fans. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's a number. But like everyone's like screaming, <laughs> like going crazy. And I'm not gonna say the world would burn. I'm saying WWE would make bank from WrestleMania in Philadelphia. But no, oh, you got a point. But if the WrestleMania main event at 35 is Roman Reigns again, expect that that stadium to go down. Yeah, I will tell. I will tell you. If Roman Reigns is a main event in Philadelphia, WrestleMania, and he wins, 
I'm pretty sure the Lincoln Financial Field, that building will be demolished. Uh, the Wells Fargo Center would be burned. Center City would be, there would be riots. The whole world would basically be on fire. A whole city, a whole state would be on fire if Roman Reigns won in Philadelphia. Because they will chew his ass out. Yeah, this is why we're going to rather just have it in New York. E, just come to your home. Just give us a WrestleMania. So the God no, Boys you guys have, you guys have, no, 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 no. You guys have like 500 WrestleManias. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have like 500 We had two. We had two. You get everything that involves WWE. We get Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal and drop me prison message with uh, the great Khali coming in to save the day. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 that sad point, we're still getting SummerSlam this year, so it's like, yeah, we do get a lot. <laughs> Yeah, you get a lot. So we want my more. Ass we want more. Eat <laughs> my ass. Greedy. Suck my bloody balls. Give us a WrestleMania. Uh, so Tyler, you can always come to New York. You can come with us. Join the God Boys in New York City like, for WrestleMania. If I ever go to New York again, it's for a takeover. But then again, we're going to take over Philadelphia for Rumble. Mm. <laughs> so that was our WrestleMania. Ben, do you have anything to add? Um, Philadelphia has really nice cheese sticks. Ben, you're supposed to be on our side. <laughs> you're a New Yorker, damn it. I am, but like I've had the Philadelphia, I've had I've had cheese steaks in New York, and I've had cheese steaks in Philly, and nothing compares to the ones they make them there. So if I go to Philadelphia for WrestleMania, which is only two hours away, I could. I could get a che- I could get a cheesesteak and then go see WrestleMania, so I don't see what the problem is. I can hook you guys up. Oh god. What's but, um, the best ben, what's ben the like best now, place? Like... What's the best place to get a cheesesteak in Philly, in your opinion? Steve's Prince yeah. Steaks. Oh wow. Oh, okay. Shout out to them because they have the, they they have banging cheesesteaks. We definitely, we, we definitely have to make a road trip to Philly one day. We do. Yeah. Once I get my car, we're going out. So, boys will take a, take a drive. Let's hit up this one more piece of news, and it involves brother, brother, Hulk Hogan, and his hanging and his former hanging and banging buddy, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, God. What happened now? Yes, I can Hulk Hogan not stay out the news. Yes, that was a sexual Damn, innuendo, Hulk. everybody. That was a sexual innuendo. They were hanging and banging. Now they're not hanging and banging anymore. Hanging and banging, Orlando. <laughs> We're hanging and banging, brother. Hanging and banging. So, now, we all know about their history. They were the best friends. Hulk Hogan got him every deal that he fucking wanted. He got him in the WWF. He got him in WCW. And now, they hate each other in real life. Because, remember that whole Gawker shit? When Hulk Hogan was suing Gawker? Yep. Yeah. They, no. brought in, they brought in Brutus the Barber Beefcake as a witness, and he testified against Brother Brother. No! So, Damn it, oh, Brother oh, Brother. A witness, a witness to what? Did you watch the sex tape online? Like, what was he a witness to? Was he there? Did he record it? Was he there? Was he like, in the room? <laughs> he said he was Brad Maddox. He was Brad guys, Maddox. Guys, oh my God. Guys, he said he knew about the tape, and Hogan, Hogan told him not to say anything about the tape. He was Bruce Beefcake was on Gawker's side, so that whole shit happened, and now Brutus Beefcake is writing a book. 
called uh, Hanging and Banging, which will be out in December. And he had this tweet out. He said, working on my book, which is fastly becoming a tell-all. Hold on to your bandana, brother. It's about to get real. Hashtag karma. And Hulk Hogan responds with, got the bandana glued on tight. Get a good lawyer, brother. HH. Aren't they stepbrothers? How much you want to bet? I bet you, I bet you guys cold hard cash that they're intentionally doing this shit just to raise up the book sales. Like this is them doing it just for money. Uh, yeah, because they're stepbrothers. I think they either it's Hogan the same doesn't need money. Same... So Hulk, Hogan doesn't need the money, but Brutus the Barber Beefcake yeah. probably does. Hulk Hogan needs the money. Get the fuck out of here. Did you remember his divorce with Linda? He gave she took everything. everything. He gave that everything. <laughs> God. I think, I wouldn't be surprised if it is, like, a thing between them, like, watch, we're going to do a Twitter feud, it's going to get you book sales, then we'll split 50-50. <laughs> I would not be surprised if some mm. shenanigans go on like the. Speaking of Hogan, do you guys think he's coming back to WWE anytime soon? You know what? Uh, by 2020, I think we'll see him again. But I feel like... This... <laughs> Why I do I say that? that you... raw. I would say in January, he'll show up in Brooklyn. It would be a shocker to see Hulk Hogan back in Brooklyn. Like, I would actually kind of pop. But I don't see it happening anytime soon, honestly. I think... I like Hulk Hogan away from WWE, honestly. Yeah. I don't like him in WWE. Mm. I was there at his retirement thing they did at Madison. That was cool. I was, was there as well. I also remember them taking that banner right down immediately. <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up. That was supposedly going to be there forever. Nope. One take, hour take that, later. Takes that <laughs> shit down immediately. He's immediately gone. Although I will say, one of, the, one of the best hardcore matches I've ever seen in my life is Vince McMahon and Hogan at like WrestleMania 19, where we got like fucking Psycho Vince. With the bloody face. Don't mention oh. Psycho around me. You want to see no. Psycho? No, Let's we do not. Don't say the magic word. Don't say the magic word. Psycho, 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 Psycho. That's not the magic psycho. word. That's not the magic Tyler word. Has, Tyler hasn't seen the show, I guess. He doesn't know what the magic word is. He listens <laughs> to the show. He knows who Psycho Mike is. Let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with our indie. We'll be back with indie reports and our Raw and SmackDown thoughts. Here, here take a listen to our sponsors this week. Hey guys, just a reminder that this episode of GAWP is brought to you by the fine folks at Capital Wrestling. Don't forget that they'll be returning for their World War IV event at 301 Garden Street in Hoboken, New Jersey on Friday, December 29th this year. Doors open at 7pm and bell time is 8pm. General admission is $20 and the first three rows are $25. Don't miss it when Capital Wrestling goes to war. All right, we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Thank you so much for... Uh, Listen to those advertisements. No. Wait, what? This is Pepe Sona. Orale, amigo. What the fuck is that? What are you doing? Who the hell are you, senor? His name is Tyler. I'm deleted Tyler. You don't look right. No, I don't. You don't need to ask me about my papers, senor. No, 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 no,
He wants to. He, he wants to sling me in the back with my single toe. No, he, he has no, no authority. No. He can't do that. He can't do that. Okay, Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Tyler, can I, I know my heart Tyler, tell. T Tyler, tell Pepe that you're not going to deport him. I'm not going to deport you, Pepe. I might say in the Matt Hardy, but I'm not going to deport you. Thank you, Senor. Okay, now so is Pepe, the time of the week Pepe. to talk about TNA. No, Pepe. No, no, no. get out. No, Pepe, no, no, you're no, here. No, no. Pepe, no, you're no, here no. to do the weekly like 205 so Live review. How was 205 Live this week with your buddy Calisto? He did the good lucha thing. He came back to Mexico. We still booed him. That's what he did. <laughs> uh, he lost the belt. We, he lost the belt, so we don't like him no more, senor. All right. Well, hold on. Speak of luchadors, how about some car? No, we like Mystico. He's much better. Okay, All right. Thank you. This is this has been Pepe's weekly wrestling segment. Thank you, Pepe. Bye, thank Pepe. you, senor. Fuck you, Tyler. You still want to send me to Mexico? I'm out of here. I got my don't. What the hell is that? Yeah. Tyler, why are you sending him back to Mexico? He ran scared. I'm trying to figure out what human being that was. I'm trying to figure out the experience I just witnessed. Right? Ooh. How did he get out of his cage? Speaking of experiences. I, he keeps taking my mic. It's so weird as hell. Oh, no. I'm sorry, guys. Hold on. Uh, also, uh, when we're done recording this, me and Ben will think. Bullshit. <laughs> What the hell happened? I just heard. Ping. Yeah, I just heard. I heard nothing. <laughs> well, can you hear me you now? Think yes, we can hear you, Mike. We can hear you. We can hear each other. Let's talk about Raw. What are you gonna think? We want to know what you're gonna think. <laughs> I didn't say anything about thanking. You said at the end of the show we're gonna thank someone. Who are we thanking? Oh no, I was saying we're gonna, me and Ben are gonna think about a name for Pepe's segment. Oh, okay. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Wait, we don't have to thank someone. Thank our sponsors, Capital Wrestling. Please go buy their tickets now. Definitely. Great show yeah. for World War Four. Like I knew about the sponsor already, but yeah, I'm giving a thumbs up. <laughs> Mike, that's not the thumb. The how thumb do you, is the finger. How do you know? Raw. We can see. We can see. We can see. Mike. We can, we can we see, see all. Raw finger. <laughs> You want to talk? You, you want to know what's on my finger? <laughs> no, that's, that's another subject for another day. Go okay. to Sonny's Patreon. You understand the joke. Uh, oh God! Okay, okay. <laughs> this is not a porn podcast. Let's get back to wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the General Mission General Mission Porn Podcast. <laughs> Pay twenty dollars and we talk about any porn. You know. No, don't do this. This week, this week we're talking. This week we're talking about Sunny Side Up. Oh. She farts. Don't worry. Next week, next week we're gonna talk about One Night in China. No. <laughs> next week we're gonna talk about the, the superhero parody where China is She Hulk. <laughs> that exists. Oh, this this is where yes, we, it does. we watch porn. Goddamn. Okay, we're wrong. Men. We love the pussy. Uh, <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Monday Night Raw. Well, he's, back. he's a married man, Mike. God damn it. He, he, he married. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to offend him. Uh, no, I, well, I don't he had a kid, so it proves that he loves buzzer. Yep. There you go. 
Shout out to Tyler's wife. <laughs> God damn it. No, this is officially, he shows this episode to his wife. And then she's like, she shows this. please talk about wrestling again? No, hold on. He shows this episode to his wife. He shows this episode to his wife. And she's like, you are never hanging out with these three again. It's over. It's over. You should see us when when um when Tommy and Ed are out. God, we're oh, cursed. Since we're mentioning women, Stephanie McMahon made her triumphant return to Monday Night. Yeah, and I made my triumphant return to the toilet. Oh, you shit during that segment. God damn it! You're not a fan of Stephanie. No, no, I think he vomited. God Go damn on, it, Ben! You didn't like the fact that when she came out, she got a baby face reaction, and then she immediately cut Kurt Angle's balls off, like she does God. to everybody. Nobody ever gets one. The only person, honestly, that I've ever seen ever get a one up on her is Roman fucking Reigns. That's it. Everybody else, she's <laughs> is, she emasculates this everyone. Is a funny thing, Not even just boys. God. She emasculates everybody. It's insanity. This is the funny thing, though. We're on Skype. Me and Mike are talking. He's like. Oh, she got a baby face run. Yay, we like Stephanie. I'm like, give her five minutes. We gave her the five minutes? Four. Not even. Like a minute later, it was like, hold my beer. You're fired. Out of here. Let me, let, let, me fix, let me fix this situation. So she comes out and she basically berates Kurt Angle for last week for Under Siege. Yep. And the whole gist of this was she made Kurt Angle the team captain and he's going to wrestle again. And if they lose, Kurt Angle is fired. Basically. Uh, wait, is that the step? Kind, that's kind of what she said. She said if she can't lead Raw to victory, she might need to find a new GM. So basically, if he loses, he's fired. Well, Raw's losing. <laughs> They're just spoiler. Damn it, spoiler, I didn't need to say losing. that. Don't they lose Raw every loses, year? Eric Bischoff comes back. It's all blandy. That's all. That's happening. That would be... I'm actually getting to watch Raw again. That would be great. <laughs> Get off. if you're listening to our podcast, please come back. <laughs> you know what's funny? In WWE continuity, like in their universe, he's still in that dumpster. Why can't Braun come back and not... Back. <laughs> oh, I just oh, spoiled the ending of Raw. I'm don't. sorry. Don't we'll, we'll mention the fucking dumpster because the dumpster. Sorry, was the, I'm the sorry. dumpster was the most over thing on the show. The dump truck was the <laughs> most. The, over the show. dump truck was the baby thing. Sorry. So let's let's let's. I know I know. I guess Tyler wants to talk about his favorite female wrestler, Alicia Fox. Uh, oh, you just your ass on fire. <laughs> Tyler, well, you don't like her, but in a sailor outfit and saying. This is your captain speaking. No, it makes me want to set things on fire every time I see Alicia Fox now. Her well, Tyler, I can, give you the, like, I can give you the lighter I use. I set things on fire. I burn the private party shirt. Yeah, remember? fire, 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 hey, I smoke. fire. Hey, I smoke. I can, I can, I have like a million lighters stolen. So I have, I have enough flames to set the world on fire. This is where Ben goes. Is that what you went to jail for? <laughs> Yes, arson. Ben, I, went yes. Arson. <laughs> <laughs> I went for arson. I went for arson on Fox. Fox on arson. Oh, we're fucked I'm up. Setting Alicia Fox on fire. 
So you're not a fan of Alicia Fox being the team captain for Raw? No, at least have someone who makes sense. Alicia Fox makes no sense. And especially if I had to have weeks and weeks of her going on Raw with her gay-ass music. No, I'm about to hear that every single week. I'm going to set things on fire, and I'm not going to watch Raw. That's kind of that's the reaction I get every time I see Mojo Raleigh. That's the same reaction Mike gets when he sees Dean Am. Oh, fuck. don't! He didn't say don't. it. He didn't finish it. I didn't Amber, say it. I didn't say it. No! I actually took my happy pill, so I'm good. No, just Yay. in case. Just in case. This is the one thing I know that always calms down, Mike. Mike, titties. Ooh. Okay, he's back. Leah, titties. Spe- speaking of titties, <laughs> came back. <laughs> Speaking of titties! No, this is what you need to say. Samoa Joe came back. Oh! Speaking of titties, Nia Jax came back. You know, when you think about it, everyone who came, everyone who came back, they had like had normally big tits. <laughs> really, really true. Two Samoans. JWP you know episode. You know what's funny is Tyler's not wrong. JWP <laughs> episode fifty-two: the return of the tits. <laughs> the return of the tits. So basically, Nia Jax comes back. She squashes Bailey, and Lisa Fox in her annoying captain voice says, "I want you on my team." And Nia I Jax, suddenly want to set things on fire. You can see Nia Jax mouth the words, "At least you're smart." Walks up the ramp, and this was perfect timing. Samoa Joe's music hits, and my immediate reaction was, He's joining the women! He's joining the women! No, I thought, like, oh no, he's gonna kill, he's gonna kill He's gonna kill Bailey! No! He's gonna eat I'm like, Joe, no! Joe, no! I thought of TNA when he took out Mads and Rain. No! No, Joe, no! So Joe's back. Oh, yeah. by the way, Mike, we the, our nightmare did not come true. He did not come back with the dick on his face. Aw, uh, I wanted that tattoo. Ray, shut up. <laughs> no, oh, that's Mike, a, that, that, You wanted another grown man to put his dick on his face and then trace it with a, with a marker? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Here, tribal tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a tribal tattoo. So Samojo's back. He's t- uh, and it's obvious he's gonna be on the raw team with Kurt Angle. Yep. Yay. Uh, At least he's no, back. Mike, Mike least mention he's what back. happens next. But then I had to tweet out on Twitter because I was just pissed off. Because how? You want to mention is, it, Mike? Which okay, is, I'll mention it. Because fuck, I think you forgot. So Apollo Cruz comes out. Oh my Michael God, yes. Cole proceeds to say, "Yeah, Apollo Cruz asked for this match earlier tonight." How the fuck did he announce he want this match? <laughs> so I didn't know Joe was back. Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews is probably one of the biggest idiots in WWE currently right now. He just I asked for a match with Samoa Joe. I think, think Apollo Crews is leaking things to Dave Meltzer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but... That's a- no, I think Apollo's getting his stuff from Meltzer. Like, Papa <laughs> Meltzer, what's happening next week? Please. Samoa Joe's coming back. Okay, I'm going to challenge him to a match. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, it's Samoa Joe's match? Okay, well, I'm going to go take have a match against him. Why? Because I'm going to get myself over. Three to what? <laughs> Three-minute match. The Parker's dies. That's yep. And also, uh, we had an Intercontinental Championship match, The Miz versus Matt Hardy. Miz I wanted Matt to win so bad. Damn it. 
Okay, and then during, when we come back from By the way, actually, right? no, guys, if you didn't hear just now, Tyler and his sigh of exasperation, I saw you tweeting about this during Raw, and I am right there with you. Seeing Matt Hardy in his current state right now, as opposed to where he was like a year ago, is legitimately the most depressing shit. Yeah, because, like, think about this. A year ago, we were talking about the delightful green beans being handed out. Hurricane Hell is showing up at the door. Itch weed with three E's. Matt Hardy broke, broke the broken universe was over as hell. It was on a hot streak. One year This later, is where we say thank you to all the fans that said, yeah, we want the Hardys back in the E. No, we didn't. Thanks a lot, assholes. Thanks. Now we have a short hair. Come on, guys. Come on. They came back. They did the tag titles. Jeff Bird. And now Matt is just standing there with his fat gut and doing the delete thing, even though he's not supposed to do that. Um, yeah, it was, okay. it was great when the Hardys came back at WrestleMania. We were on that, we were we that dick yeah, train for like yeah. months. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. The broken universe is coming. Oh, Anthem's being dicks. Okay, we'll wait another week. Anthem's being dicks. Okay, we'll wait another week. Oh, Anthem was all Jeff Hardy's music and arts. Okay, we'll why? wait a month. Because we need money. <laughs> we'll wait a year. <laughs> we'll get them a year. They'll we'll, give out. We'll, we'll wait till WrestleMania 34. God. WrestleMania, uh, uh, can we all agree that um, no one wants to see the Hardys in WWE anymore? That the bro- that the broken Matt Hardy. We just want them back on the done. Indies. That's it. Just on the Indies. If they go back to the Indies. We'll be because they're making a metric crap ton of money right now. Yeah, we gotta be happy. Yeah, they're making yeah, money. Literally, they're, literally, they're just they're they're there making money. I think honestly, they're on the road to basically retirement and they just want to like chill out and like have like a smooth last year because jeff he wants to finish his career in WWE. yeah is that a bad thing though it's like it's an assured paycheck that's what a lot of guys it's the e is basically hey i get to work a lot more dates but it's a nice check it's like i'm still working kind of the indie schedule working multiple shows but it's guaranteed money so yeah i give a lot I, I I'm totally fine with with Matt Hardy and the two hundred five guys to, uh, totally just getting guaranteed paychecks. That's we gotta be know. at least happy that way, somewhat, I guess. Mm. Eh, I love how do. I love how I love how Matt Hardy was the whole discussion of this. When the actual thing is, Miz is still the Intercontinental Champion, and they're building to a heel versus heel match at Survivor Series with him and Corbin. Oh. Yeah, but oh, yeah, when we get to what happened, that, that. when we get back to the end of the Raw, of Raw this week, I have an idea for what may happen during that match. Okay, I'll, I'll, so I'll say th- I'll, I'll say this without spoiling, but the whole ending to Raw even makes me even more confused of what they're doing for Survivor Series. But um, not me, but okay. Uh, after this, we come back from commercial, and Kurt Angle has this scared look on his face, grabs a walkie-talkie, and says. It's happening! They're coming! It's happening! Oh, God, it's happening! All right, everybody, stay calm. Stay fucking calm! It's like that part from The Office. It's Daniel Bryan. Mike, do you want to say what I what I marked out for? What I started saying? It's like, guys, it was like, this, it was like this bit from The Office. Listen to this. Oh, my God! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the procedure, stay everyone? Calm. What's the procedure? Stay calm! Wait, wait, wait. 
Exactly. My, but, uh, but then, Tyler, this is exactly what happened. So, Kurt Angle does this overdramatic reaction, like, holy shit, he's here, he's here, he's here, he's here, oh my god, it's happening again. They pan out, and Daniel Bryan's there, and Ray's like, yay, we're going to see him wrestle. And I'm like, how in the fuck? How in the fuck? That's a bit of a jump there, dude. Yes, yes, yes. He's gonna wrestle. Because my fucking Marcus idea was, yeah, now Daniel's gonna join Team Raw and beat the crap out of SmackDown. You're so stupid. You were so stupid. So we come back from commercial and they and they dedicate ten minutes to this. Ten minutes. So Kurt was it that long? Yes, yep. it was. So Kurt Angle's like, what are you doing here? You're setting me up, aren't you? And Daniel's like, I had nothing to do with it. I, I'm, I t- I'm telling you, I didn't do anything. So Kurt Angle's like, bullshit, I'm locking you in my office. So he leaves. And he <laughs> turns the lights off. I'm locking you in my office, Daniel. He, he turns the lights off. You, and, and I realized, off. like, they've locked him in the office. They've turned off the lights. And then... Okay, I want to take this bit for a second because I made I made a tweet that actually got a good response because of this. The lights go out and Kane attacks him. It's important I mention that. Two points on this. He choke slams Daniel Bryan through a table off screen so they can so they can still avoid making Daniel Bryan do anything that even remotely involves taking a bump. So they so they connive the only reason they turned the lights off was so they could avoid that. But the other basically, basically, basically they broke a piece of celery off camera. They did. They broke a piece of celery. But the other thing that drove me up the fucking wall, and I was ready to, I, I literally said this out loud in my dorm. My roommate looked at me like I was fucking nuts. I, I shit you not. Fucking Michael Cole said, Michael Cole, who I will honestly always defend as a decent commentator, said quite possibly the dumbest call. Of 2017, and I shit you not, the that's, dumbest. That, that's not new. No, he said the dumbest thing ever. Was that, was that, was that Kane? No, Mike, it was a three-headed duck with wings made of chocolate and, a no- and gonads made of diamonds. No, Mike, it was a three-eyed, one-legged purple people eater. Fucking was no. That- was no, that pain? No, dude, it was fucking... No, dude, it was Dr. Isaac Yank from DDS. What the fuck you think it was, Cole? Of course it was pain, you fucking schmuck. Ben, you know hold on, hold on. Ben, you know what's also funny about that, too, is I believe Daniel Bryan said, Cain! <laughs> and also, when Daniel Bryan was on the phone, we could see the phone. He wasn't talking to anybody. He just put the flashlight on. How difficult would it have been? How every time I see that movie, oh my god! Does WWE not know how how to do a prop staged phone call in a movie? It's not that hard. You just have one of your extras call the phone and go on mute. That's all you need to do. So this was the murder of Daniel Bryan. And this was not the where first was, person to die on this show. As we well, where's Dr. Shelby during all of this? Yeah. Oh, uh, it should have been Dr. Shelby on there. Oh, I'm like, okay, oh. Daniel, I know you have anxiety, but the dark is going to be okay. Dr. Shelby is Like, did we all forget egg. about that? You know that dude. Oh, do, do you know that that dude is still milking that? Like, I think people still hit him. He like people, <laughs> every really time so something happens. That. Yeah, he's, 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 <laughs> That dude's no, still is, he, milking he, he that. He made a Twitter dedicated to that whole character, and he, I believe he tweeted something out, be like, all my work went down the drain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Weird. It's so, like that SpongeBob segment. 
You know how long it took me to make that potato salad? Three days! <laughs> so, as I was saying, Daniel Bryan got murdered, and he would not be the only person to be murdered on the show as we get to a highlight. Let's just bring it up now. This is the best part of Raw. So let's, let's, let's get this out of the way first. Finn Balor wrestled Cesaro. Had a great match. <laughs> Finn Balor won, which he was supposed to do last week. No, there's a build. There's a build. There's a build. So what ha- Shut the fuck up. So what happens is he's up the ramp. Kane's music hits. Kane grabs him. Now, this it was funny and ironic at the same time. So he gives Finn Balor a tombstone. And the area of the ramp where he gives him the tombstone was a... A spider web, so it looked like his head cracked the, <laughs> cracked the ramp. It was no, not, not funny at all. It was insane. Like, I'm literally, I was just thinking, wow, Finn, you're really not that good at this whole fighting a, a 40-something, 50-year-old man thing, are you? I'm telling you, it's a perfect build. They're making Kane into the monster again, and Finn, as a human, sadly sucks. He needs to be the demon. That's what they're trying to write out, in my opinion. I'm beginning That's to think. I'm beginning Tyler, to think are, that they're thoughts? not gonna have Finn face Brock at the Rumble because at this point, like Finn could not logically beat him. Oh my god! Ray, I'll say this. Uh, I listened to uh, the Thaw Monster sounds off. Shout out to Jason Solomon. He said this perfectly. The Finn Balor Kane thing from last week was utter bullshit and lazy writing. And also, <sighs> so am I say, the only one that looks at like that? He, but he also said things like, if, for people that are saying that this is supposed to be that the mortal Finn Balor can't do anything while the demon can, you're giving the writers too much credit. And I, I kind of agree with them. Ben, do you agree with that sentiment? Uh, at this point, man, just. I have the deepest respect for I was Kane. just on mute that whole time, and I'm agreeing with the fucking... <laughs> God damn it, phone. I'm okay, just... so, Ben, you want to go first? Because then I want to... Can you repeat the question one that? more time? I'm still organizing my thoughts. So, do you... Do you like or dislike the treatment of Finn Bauer in, in the past couple months, and now recent weeks with Kane... Do you, do you think his career is going downhill? Here's the thing about Finn Balor. They put a rocket pack on that dude when he first got to the main roster, and then injuries happen. And he hasn't quite recovered from that momentum being lost yet. We thought he got it back when he beat AJ at TLC, when, he, when Finn Balor narrowly avoided destruction by being made into a pumpkin spice latte against Sister Abigail. Which, by the way, you know for a fact, the minute Bray Wyatt is healthy again, they're just going to pick that story up where they left off, right? I'm afraid you're right. Sadly, yeah. This whole RuPaul's Drag Race, that's all I got to say. RuPaul's Drag Race, pretty <laughs> oh, much. Jesus. So, Ty, what's your take on the whole Finn Balor thing? Because I remember, because I remember you and me before TLC were saying Finn Balor needed that win against AJ, and then the night afterwards, we're both were just like, "What the fuck are they doing?" If you want, if you're going to have Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, they are doing a really shitty job at that right now. Because Finn Balor needs to be built up like 
Roman like Roman Reigns is right now, basically. That's the way to put it. Because, he, yeah, he's going to go in the, in the Brock Lesnar match. He's going to lose. We know that. It's Brock Lesnar. He's Brock Lesnar. You can't do anything about it. You gotta at least have given like a fighting chance. Like, okay, this guy, he looks. You could, you could see like, he, oh yeah, I can see Finn Balor beating Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I can see that. You gotta make him look like he can do that. Feeding him to Kane is the wrong move. Yeah, Demon versus Demon. Yeah, that would have been cool to see. Had Kane be a little bit younger, a little bit thinner, like more like agile, and not running from mayor, and not running from mayor. <laughs> But that's the sort of I see they have to build it, though. Because if they're going to want Balor, Brock, you're not going to believe Balor being basically a cruiserweight is going to be able to beat the Beast. So I don't believe that's why I still say that storyline is where they're going. If Finn as human can do shit. Finn as the demon can do some... Remarkable things. You know, yeah, but if we're going if if we're going off with uh, Finn Balor being the de- the oh, the demon can can do anything, then that's two separate people. The human Finn Balor can't do shit if the demon can. So how why not just have him be the demon the entire time? It makes no sense. If he can't win as a human, he'll just be a demon. No, but that's the thing. I say that this storyline works that way because it has to be okay. It's his last resort. I hate to compare it to this. It's kind of like, oh, fuck, I hate to say this, like Power Rangers in a sense. They tried to fight off when they're humans. They noticed, yeah, <laughs> they're not uh, Right, right. Time to more. Right, right, right. Yeah, I fucked up. I just fucked up. <laughs> right, right. Can I drink now? It's time yeah. for alcohol. Go drink, bro. <laughs> Listen, when it comes to Power Rangers, here, here's the thing. The Rangers. <laughs> here we go. The Rangers can win on Morph. They've done it multiple times. When they're Morph, it's just honestly. When they Morph, it's just like, oh, it's just a power boost. Of course. Of course it is. The only time they actually win the match. You the know the franchise. The fact you know the what franchise. Is this, into? <laughs> this is what happens. This is the best of everything. This is the best of. Me and Ben have had a history of mentioning the Power Rangers on this show. No success. So, Ray, I do it. Me and Tyler have a nice conversation about fucking Power Rangers. I'll say this. No. To, I'll. I'll, I'll what are you gonna say? I'll, I'll just say if you guys are gonna talk about Power Rangers, I'm your guy because I've have watched literally every season of Power Rangers. I'm still watching it now. Mm. Me too. But um, to finish off on the whole Finn Balor thing <laughs> is that um. Finn Balor's a Power Ranger. <laughs> go, go, Finn Balor! Go, go, Demon Jobber! Go back to New Japan. To in- this isn't a serious podcast. Go back to New Japan for wrestling. They the know how the to use you. Better, 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 better. Oh, go, go, go Ballo Rangers. Let's get let's get every single Power Ranger as the Demon Finn Balor. Let's get pink. Let's get green. Oh, let's get God, white. Let's get yellow. Let's get Let's have a Power Ranger. It's Balor <laughs> in space. Set controls to oh, yeah. outer space. Yeah, flying higher than ever before. Yeah. Okay, we did it. We did it. Oh, my God.
Yeah, in space. Go Power Rangers. Go Power. Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah, I, I want to see you try and see this. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, come be on, Survive the one that are the source. Yeah, I'll, t- oh. I'll take a, I'll take a old man. Come on, old man. Hey, Michael, 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 Raymond, Benjamin, Tyler, come at us. <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> God damn it. There's four of us. One of you. Absolutely. Let's see, Jason, Sarah, Frank, Austin, St. John, uh, David, Yost. The best part of the cruiserweight division the past few weeks. Not gonna lie. What division? The the the, the purple the purple the purple belt, the purple belt division. <laughs> I love this dude right here. He knows what he knows what's up. The, Tyler, the putties, the putty ring, the, the, the piss the break ring. wrestling. Was the Mighty Mouse on that show? <laughs> Not anymore, he isn't. Not anymore, he isn't. Not anymore, he isn't. Is he called the king of the or something like that? You know what? I'll make this comment right now. Drew Gulak is the whitest motherfucker in the world right now. He is. <laughs> That's a former CZW champion, damn it. Because he, he went out and, and he mimicked Enzo Amore. And he was like, if... <laughs> fuck, I forgot the whole shit because I'm laughing so bad. It's like, this oh, is F-F-T soft. soft. And Enzo looked at him like, that's not how you spell it. Well, the fuck, I got my own locker room. Dude, you, not, you spelled the way it's spelled. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at him like, you fucked up, bro. Live television. No, he actually spelled it. I got the sauce. I got the salt. I got the locker room. Hey, man, I got my own. Hey, what you think, Gabagoolik? Hey, what you think, Gabagoolik? What do you think? Gabagoolik? What do you think? What do you think, Milky Mike? What do you think, Milky Mike? What do you think? What do you think, oh Milky God. Mike? What do you think? Drake is my sex slave. <laughs> what if we what if we turn this podcast into Okay, so let's try This is the best episode ever. <laughs> God. So let's try Let's go like yeah. a ranger now. We're gonna t- Can we, we gonna go calm down now and shut the fuck up about Power Rangers. <laughs> okay, fine. No! Oh, we like Power Tyler. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, let's get back into it. God. Miz is a scared of Miz is scared of garbage. <laughs> yes, he is. That was the villain on the show. Now, are you talking about now? Are you talking about the literal garbage right in front of him, or the script for Marine Five? Uh, Marine Five. Marine I Five. Think that's yeah. What it was. But Mike is referring to an actual pile of garbage. Mike, take us through this segment, if you would. I'll do it. I'll even do it better. I'll start up with the setup and then how they finished it. So the Miz finished getting dressed because he just beat Matt Hardy. So he goes back in the locker room. He's like, "Let's party, guys." All of a sudden, there's a bag of garbage, and we as the we as the fans are, are supposed to assume it's Braun. So Curtis Axel starts freaking the fuck out, and Miz is like, "Get the limo! Get the limo! We're leaving! He's not here!" So then he goes to Seamus and Cesaro. He asks them, "Are you gonna help me?" And they're like, "Fuck you!" He asks Kane for help. Fuck you! No, so, he asks Kane first. He asks Kane. Kane's like. It no, you're on your own. You're on your own, bud. No, but he complains to them, and he's like, 
Could you believe Kane said that? You guys got my back, right? No, you're on your own, buddy. <laughs> That's, what, what, we were trying for Swedish or Irish with that accent? <laughs> I don't know. I tried one. I'll, t- I'll go back to Power Rangers. Uh, s- sweet Irish. Uh, sweet Rish. A uh, sweet Rish. <laughs> it's one of the European accents. So Miz is, so the Miz is, so the Miz is trying to leave, and Kurt Angle's getting all pissed off because you motherfucker, you showed up late to my show. You want to leave in the middle of my show? Get the fuck back in the locker room. Damn, so, I didn't notice Kurt Kurt so much. So the main event finishes Mickey James and Alexa Bliss, which was all right. Alexa Bliss retains, and then the Miz fucking hightails it, hightails it out. They go to the limo. The driver puts the bags in the in the trunk. All of a sudden, we get a camera view in the limo. Now you thought this was corny enough. You not even we're not even getting started. So Look up, Gar- Teddy. Basically, am I the one that thought Braun was going to be the driver? I thought that was going to happen. I, th- yeah. I, th- I thought that's what. Where that to, be. Stephanie? So what we get is we get a garbage truck backing up into the limo, and garbage falls out of it. So then they fast cut to the Miz being like, what the fuck, what the fuck? And Braun just like gets up and he does Braun what Braun does. He screams at the top of his lungs, Braun. <laughs> then the Miz, Curtis Axel and Bonehouse get the fuck out of the limo. And this sight is so funny because Braun jumps Cue the cartoon music. So then Braun jumps on top of the limo, runs his fucking mouth as fast as he can, and then Braun just fucking something better. Braun Strowman ran after them like he, they owed him money. <laughs> no, Braun Strowman was chasing them like he wanted a piece of their ass. No. Bring that butt ba- bring that butt back your boy. I love three things. But let's let's stick with the theme of, of what we've been saying before. He chased them like they just destroyed his Megazord. Yeah. So <laughs> You destroyed the Megazord! So Prud chases them back in the You have area. the sword of darkness! I'm just thinking so Braun's so Braun's chasing them. <laughs> he, he throws Curtis Axel, he throws Bo Dallas, he teases uh power bombing the Miz onto the announce table. Miz Taraj come for the save, he throws them again, then takes Curtis <laughs> Axel into the ring and gives them five running power slams. <laughs> and like, this is for Zorda! This is for Rita! This is for killing Zordon! This is for killing Eltar! <laughs> this is for Bulkin Skull! Tail 35! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, shout out to anyone God. that gets all these references. So, absolutely no one. So, there's gonna be like one what? guy, there's gonna be one guy, like, way in the back, he's gonna be like, like this. Hang on. I'm actually gonna go to the other side of the room so this is like sound accurate. There's gonna be one guy at the other side of the room. He's gonna be like, I get it. Yeah, KO35. Who, 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 who's from there? 
Oh, God. Sexy strawberry, 69 degrees. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So, Braun oh, Strowman kills Curtis Axel, and The Miz is terrified as shit. Braun chases him again, and then I, I, I don't think he catches him. He No, he power bombs uh, Curtis Axel again, but through the announce table, and Braun Strowman looks like the dominant babyface that he is. <laughs> <laughs> so Braun Strowman as a baby face works. Uh, it's Braun Strowman the Power Ranger, folks. That's God damn it. Go go, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman was, was, Braun Strowman was running like Sonic does when he tries to feed the animals. <laughs> Braun Strowman was running like he he got the Power Star in Mario Kart. No, no. Braun Strowman just got told by Forrest. It was like, run, Braun, run. <laughs> Braun, run. Run, Braun, run. He was running. And I was running. <laughs> oh, God. My, so my mom always told me you could tell a lot about someone by looking at their shoes. Where are they going? Where are they been? <laughs> You know what? We could get into we could get into the logistics of of Lord Zed and everything involving him at another at another at another juncture. But goddamn it, we got we got to start wrapping this up, Mike. Let's get to SmackDown Live. We still got Indie News. We still got Indie News. It's a long episode, damn it. So that's a long episode. Okay, guys, calm down. So Braun looks dominant. Then we go to SmackDown, and it's even to join Team SmackDown as well. Hey, he's the glorious Ranger. He gets his he's own Ranger color. He's, he's yellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the yellow Ranger. Wait, no, 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 no. No, he's just going to Gamora. No. <laughs> Not Gamora's the yellow? Oh. Oh. You got it. There you go. He's on Team SmackDown as well. Everyone's a little oh, bit racist. It's true. So, so, let me try and finish this up while you guys, like, 
do make make stupid jokes. So AJ Styles and Rusev will have a match next week. This winner will be added to Team SmackDown. It's gonna be AJ. Uh, what AJ will be at Tommy. Well, speaking, of, speaking of Rusev, officially Halloween is dead. Rusev Day lives again. It's yes. Rusev Day. <laughs> go go Rusev. Oh, <laughs> Rusev is a Goldar. That's what Rusev is. Yeah, I think Rusev is Goldar. <laughs> <laughs> not the oh, season, not the <laughs> Let me ask you guys, which show won this week? <laughs> Power Rangers. Power, Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Power Rangers didn't just deal one this week. <laughs> <laughs> and the new episode comes out on Saturday. That's how bad. So, oh, well, if we're talking about wrestling, Ring of Honor won this week. Although, I gotta say. Oh, there we go. Ending it. We'll get into ROH in a second. The one thing I gotta mention that was so fucking weird. The two weirdest things going on on SmackDown. Was how was how fucking fashion files ended this week with like that creepy dude in the mask? What is that? Bludgeon Brothers. Well, no, it's not. It's not the Bludgeon Brothers. Like they've made it perfectly clear. It's got to be somebody else. But speaking of the Bludgeon Brothers, what the fuck is going on with that? They're a ripoff of War Machine. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, I was gonna say Goldar and um. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. We gotta get into indie news, so fuck it. Here's Smack. Here's SmackDown. Just to ask you guys a question. You know what that means, right? To hit something. Yes. To smash your head in. All right. How the fuck are you get that gimmick over when you're supposed to kill someone? All right. Fuck it. This is going on way. This is taking on way too long. So I'm gonna fucking sum up SmackDown right now. Here are all the key points. Fashion Files continues to be funny. God damn it, why why the fuck are we still continuing Natalia versus Charlotte? This is boring. God damn it, why the fuck are the Bludgeon Brothers still doing this shit? Just make them into normal dudes and let them show their real personalities. They're funny. Jinder Mahal, get the fuck off my TV. God damn it, Shinsuke Nakamura. Why the fuck are you using Shinsuke Nakamura? Why the fuck are you wasting him and making him boring? Thank God he actually won a fucking match. Sami Zayn as a heel continues to be the most entertaining thing every week. Kevin Owens is still awesome. God damn it! Why are you Why are you letting the Samir brother Why are you letting the Singh brothers job out to AJ Styles? They're good brothers. Let them wrestle. Samir. Samir Singh. Samir Singh. That's his name. That's his name. Oh God, I'm sorry. Samir is Sanu. Here comes Samir. Samir, come here. Samir and Sanu. So Samir, that's SmackDown Live. Sounds like a sounds like me drunk. Hey, Samir. So, so SmackDown SmackDown was pretty garbage. Hey, Raw was Samir. pretty garbage. Uh, who won the week? Power Rangers. Moving on. <laughs> and now it and now it is time for the indie update. Ray, I believe you attended an indie show this past weekend. Would you take us through it? Oh God, hold on. Sorry, let me get my composer. Cause fuck. Power Rangers take over for a minute. Okay. I just had so, what can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this Saturday, thanks to our lovely friend Isaac X and Joe Kai, so the Chip God, I attended GCW and Beyond Wrestling's first ever dual show in Howell, New Jersey. Beyond was basically a New York version of PWJ. Had the best of guys like fucking uh, Team Pazuzu, Joey Janela, Michael Elgin, Darby Allen. Uh, guys from GCW competed like Slock, uh, Nick Gage, and his partner that they've teamed. This is the first time they team in years. Nate, uh, sorry, Nick Hatred, aka the Hate Club, took on the Hit Squad, 
in what was a 30-minute fight. Do you guys remember when the Wrecking Crew took on the Hit Squad were like, oh, I hope they don't throw Shapiro to the wall. Guess what? They threw Nick Gage at a wall. God damn it, didn't they? That guy looked like he died. Then they're like, you know what? We're not finished with you yet. They saw Braun Strowman. They threw him out the door. He got locked out the belt. And this match is just amazing. This is not the first show. We're still on one show in. So we're like four hours later. We're tired for one show. Nope. Like Braun says, we're not finished with you. Now it's time for Extreme. Our good old buddy Smiley competed in the opener. He unfortunately lost his GCW hardcore title to Tony DePen after getting not one, not two, but three Bomaye, Kinshasa, whatever you want to call them, knees to the head. Tony DePen goes over. Their main event was Nick Gage versus, uh, I believe his name was Extremo Miedo. This dude from Mexico, oh my God. You guys may not like deathmatch wrestling. To me, this was a crazy experience. I never saw so much blood being allowed to be poured in a wrestling match. These guys killed it. The main event for their next show was announced, and they're following. It's going to be Matt Tremont versus Homicide when they go to Pennsylvania. And if Matt Tremont's able to walk out victorious, it's going to be Matt Tremont versus Nick Gage for one last time in December. And that's going to be the top of all death matches from what they're saying. So, what can I rate this show after what was a crazy experience? After a dual show, I'll give it 8.5. To me, if it was just like two different shows, two different days, each one was a solid 9, but after one long day, the max I can give is 8.5. Too damn long. Great shows. Danny D'Amato and I believe Brett Lauderdale, the two guys that run uh, GCW, they're doing great. I'm not sure who runs Beyond Wrestling, but for one... Their first show over here in New Jersey, it was amazing. Both shows, top to bottom, great indie cards. You guys definitely have to come out next time, bros, because we'll it's a We'll definitely try to. All right, we're going to kind of rapid fire this one quickly. So speaking of fantastic wrestling, Ring of Honor, go. Uh, Tyler, this is your brother. You went to a Ring of Honor show recently. How was that? Take, uh, yeah, I went to, uh, Ring, went to uh, Ring of Honor last week with, me, with uh, my wife, and it was a, it was a really good show. Um, let's see who um, old Bullet Club was there. They, they, they took they took on Flip Gordon, uh, Coast to Coast, and uh, Scorpion Sky. Uh, Bull, yeah, Bullet Bullet Club went over. Uh, of course, <laughs> because it's freaking Bullet Club. And, but one one thing I want to one thing I want to mention that that was on this show. Um, <clears throat> what are your girls were there one of the one of the GAWP guys people that you've interviewed she was on she was here Nikki Adams yes Nikki Adams was hey she sat uh, spoiler alert she lost aww aww was, damn it Nikki <laughs> that was yeah, the one still. that we interviewed and it's like we interview someone they go sky high this one yeah, not yeah, you made, you made her lose every. It wasn't our fault. She made it to Ring of Honor, man. God damn it, more proof, more proof, and fucking, you know what? God damn it, like Simon Grimm is doing cool shit. Joe Gacy's doing cool shit. Uh, Smiley's doing cool shit. More proof that when you associate with us, you get over to fuck. All right, so that's it. You get over as fuck. <laughs> 
Yes, you can get over as fuck. So, if I can basically ad lib Ring of Honor, the t- the recent tapings that we were at, good show. There was a, there was a lot. There was actually uh, an unfortunate incident that um ha- that happened to one of the, one of the people in the crowd that was set up. Also, Bully Ray, he was there. Didn't Bubba get attacked in that? And he was supposed to be retiring already. Yeah, he was given a retirement speech. It's an ECW ring. He got attacked by um. I don't want to say who tur- who turned, but the guy attacked. But he got attacked. Uh, Velvet Sky and um, wait, not Velvet Sky. Wait, yeah, Velvet Sky. Velvet Sky. And Tommy Dreamer actually came out. Ooh, Tommy. 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 You know what's funny? Tommy kind of spoiled it to me when we were at Comic Con. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be at the next tapings of Ring of Honor in Philly." I'm like, "Ooh, interesting." Yeah, he took a couple bumps. He took a couple bumps by the uh, unknown assailants. And also, one, Tyler's like, one, I don't want to tell you guys anything. <laughs> <laughs> tell us. I, I, I we want to know. I don't want to spoil it because it was actually a real shocker to me. So I want to have that. Tell us off the air. Tell us off the air. I'll, I'll tell you off the air who, who turned. But also, one, also one point I want to mention: while we were waiting to go inside, Bully Ray actually came out. He came out and sh- and shook everyone's hand. The reason why he did that is because he wants to remember where, where he came from. Aww. He, wa- he wants to- because Bully Ray, he was he wasn't like my one of my favorites of all time, but he was with with you with a uh, uh, brother with uh, brother Dudley. So it it was great it was great to see Bully Ray for one more time in the ECW arena. And Ring of Honor, they always put on a great shows. If you have not seen Ring of Honor. Live, what is wrong with you? Go, go, go! Spend the the twenty five, thirty bucks to see it. Go watch it on the on there now. Fight TV. They have their own. They have their own show. You can watch it for free. You can you can watch an hour an hour of television, an hour on the internet of pure great wrestling instead of watching three hours of stuff that makes you want to burn. God. All right. ROH uh, review. There you go. Um, uh, Mike, you want to talk about something about the Young Bucks? What was that you wanted to mention? Before we start wrapping it up again, I had something to say about the Young Bucks. Yeah, it's something on the Young Bucks. No, I believe it was mm-hmm. Tyler because he was. He, he, Tyler mentioned to us about the Bullet Club, like giving a speech at the show. Oh yeah, the Bullet ah. Club. Yes. So uh, this will be my last. This will be the last thing I'll mention before, so that way you guys can wrap it up. Because I'm sorry, it takes so much time. But um, <laughs> so basically, the Bullet Club. Nick Jackson took the mic and he started to con- he started to thank the other team like you guys even though like you know kayfabe all that you guys you guys were right all that and the, we were getting they were getting like the biggest like the the biggest chance you could ever imagine that the Bullet Club gets you know because it's the freaking Bullet Club and at the end of the show when he was like I know that we can't do it anymore. So everyone in this arena throw up a two sweet, and everyone, and the entire ECW arena, people in the lobby, people around the ring, cameramen, you can name anyone, was throwing up a two sweet. It was probably the biggest scene of just two sweets I've ever seen in my life. Let's say that the the Bullet Club was not throwing up the two sweet though. We do not want to get sued. It was yeah, just everyone not, in the arena. It was just everyone just the in the Club. arena. Just not the Bullet Club. <laughs> The Bullet Club did not do anything. But we want make sure people know the Bullet Club did not do anything. No, they do, they do the one sweep. But <laughs> and it was like one of those. It's one of those. I can't really like describe it because it was just an amazing to see. You know, 
Awesome, awesome. Um, okay, what else can we do before we wrap up? Because Ben wants to end this now. Uh, let's mention big event is this weekend. So at the LaGuardia Hotel, it's going to be a lot of current talent, legends, everything. So if you have tickets, go now. If not, buy them now because I believe they stop selling 12 midnight tomorrow. So get your tickets. It's going to be a, cra- a crazy spectacle. After, if you're still in the New York area, go to a few indie shows. I believe Warriors of Wrestling is running. Outlaw Pro here in Brooklyn. And the BWF, they're having their seven-year anniversary in the Bronx. Tune into the indies like we always say. Support your local indie. Have fun. And just be be responsible, Death. Definitely. Don't drink and go nuts like usual indie fans. Try to enjoy the show. Try to enjoy the show. <laughs> Don't be as smart. As, as Jim Smallman for Progress would say, drink whatever you want, say whatever you want, but there's only one important rule. Don't be a dick. There you go. And guys, that just about does it for what has been the craziest. Oh my God, this, is, this, this has been an awesome episode. This is one of the yes. best GAWP <laughs> episodes in quite some time. Big round of applause to our special guest, Deleted Tyler. Thank you very much, sir, thank for you. being thank on. Thank you for having me on. Anytime, you're sir. definitely coming back. On. You are definitely coming back, sir. In fact, <laughs> I decree. Just tell us. This wasn't that bad. I decree. I didn't like him at first, but Tyler you know what? Come Fuck back it. anytime. I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Imagine there's a contract right in front of you. Tyler, would you like to sign this official GAWP contract? We're giving out contract? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Then I'll sir yeah. then sir, I am that pleased to be anna- Mike, like, Mike, no, if you Mike, if you are willing to sign off on this, deleted Tyler, welcome to the greatest click of all time. Welcome to the GAWP boys. Whoa. GAWP Nation. Now we give you your power key. Don't yeah, here's, your, here's your power. Here's your power coin. Give me my morpher. Give me my morpher. You get your morpher. You get your morpher when you earn it. All right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed, so I, have, so I have to have the black one. <laughs> oh, all right. So before Tyler starts an all, so before Tyler starts an all-out race war, let's wrap this up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank- <laughs> If you find, <laughs> find for those of you out there that haven't suffered brain damage from this episode yet, still want to listen to more of our ridiculous horseshit, you can head on over to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podtastic, and TuneIn Radio right now, and you can go and download any of the past 50 episodes and any future episodes coming up soon. And if you want to follow, hopefully you want to keep listening. Hopefully you want to keep listening. And if you want to listen to, <laughs> and if you want to follow any more of that good social media, you can follow us on our Facebook page at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, and you can follow us on Twitter at the GAWP Show. And you know, since I'm on a roll right now. Uh, if you want to get any of our awesome T-shirt designs, you can get yourself a law. You can get yourself a law T-shirt from Ray Ramundo. You can get yourself a Whole Milk Mike T-shirt. You can get yourself an Avenging Ben T-shirt. You can get yourself a Matt the Daddy Minkus T-shirt. You can get yourself a coming soon. A Topinga. You can get yourself soon a Psycho Mike T-shirt. No, you can't get it to Topinga. You can't get it to Topinga shirt. And guys, you can get all of those on our T Public store at tpublic.com/gawpshow. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in every week, hitting that subscribe button, and giving us feedback on social media without you guys there would be no fucking show and i'm just having i don't care if 
it's nine of you or if it's 90 of you listening out there. We are happy to have anybody every week listening exactly. and tuning in. And it, it, it's a, it's I love a, you guys. It's an honor Thank and a, you all for listening. It's an honor, and a, it's an honor and a privilege every week. So, did you also mention we have a YouTube? We do have a YouTube also where you can get some amazing video content such as the latest GAWP storyline <laughs> update where we witness the return of Broken Ben for only one night. God. It's it's like a whole thing. It was a whole thing. And you get to see me get my half of my face eaten off. Yep. God damn. I have surgery on that shit. That's yep. expensive. You're paying for my medical bills, Ben. No, no. And I'll say this about YouTube. Stay tuned because me and Bray will be starting up universe mode. In a next week, of weeks. hopefully, we're gonna be trying yep. next week to. We're gonna do a test run, see how that goes. So, don't kill us. This is our new thing. Hopefully, Tyler. Also, I think Tyler, you want to be involved in that too, right, brother? So hopefully, we get you on there too. If you want me involved in it, I don't mind. Yeah, we'll try to get you on there too. Come on, follow them on my follow them on MySpace. Be our friend. <laughs> JWP MySpace, you can find no. Page, then JWP MySpace. So, guys, so guys social media. Tyler, do you want to? Uh, yeah, give your plug, brother. Give your What's plugs. your plugs? <laughs> uh, my plugs are out of my out of my socket. Where oh, can people uh, find you on Twitter? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mister, well, he's like, I don't want I'm, anyone to I'm, follow I'm, me. I'm, Fuck you all. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm on Twitter. Did you hear? Did you hear Ben? I'm a felon. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I, I, I'm on. Can't get felon rich. Can't felon rich. Oh no. Oh, but. <laughs> ben, oh, calm down. <laughs> Oh I, lord! I'm on, I, I, I'm on Twitter. Just look up hashtag deleted Tyler. It's I, I changed my the at thing a lot. So just look up deleted Tyler. It's there. Probably me a picture of my son or something evil. Aww. I think it's pretty cool oh. right now, actually. Yeah, it's okay. it's how it's Halloween season. Just right? look at our yeah, thread. Uh, we usually tag him, so you'll find him there. Yeah, so I'm on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram. I'm also on um Instagram. I'm on Instagram a lot. Just post random pictures like John Cena. It's um it's just at Hellfree. Nice. If anyone yeah. can get that. If anyone can get that, then I love you, and I will pay for your operation or whatever you want to get operated. <laughs> All right, deleted Tyler will pay for your operation. And on that October, sobering note, October is over. Let's start November right. Definitely. Uh, do we? Are we calling something for November now? Uh, nope. Just turkey. Nope. That's it. No. This episode. I'm a dual champion. That's it. This this episode <laughs> is the first of November, so let's make this month strong, like the last month was. Guys, thank you so much for. I hope all of you out there. Hope all of you out there enjoyed. I hope all you guys out there enjoyed Goptober. It was a lot of work doing those extra two videos, the Smiley interview and the new Storyline video. They were the most work we ever put in any content. You have no idea how much shit we had to do for those. Oh my god. They were, uh, there was a lot of leg work going on. I got bit those. by Bobby. I got, I got, I got kicked in the balls. Ray got bit twice in the same month. He did. Oh yeah, Ben ate my face and Bobby tried eating my leg. So yeah, I hope you all enjoyed. Everybody. Hope you all enjoyed Goptober. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. And from all of us here, guys, it's finally time to bring this one home. So guys, I'm Avenging Ben. I'm Homo Mike. I'm the Law Raymond. And once again, a big thanks to our special guest. And you guys, don't forget follow all. 
follow all that social media, follow the YouTube, and join us here at the JWP. And Mike, tell them, don't forget. Join the madness, And we will see you guys. Oh my god. We'll see you guys next week. Go Power Rangers! Go Power Rangers!